Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, this is Stu Hodum with Believe in the Media Guide on the Believe Podcast Network. Do you believe? On Tuesday, December 14th at 7.30 p.m. Eastern, ESPN will debut a new 90-minute ESPN E60 special, Fistful of Steel, The Rise of Bubba Wallace. The only black driver in the NASCAR Cup Series who became the second black driver to win in the sports premiere series reveals personal details in a wide-ranging, candid, and emotionally charged interview with the network's Ryan McGee. Among the topics discussed are the killing of his cousin by police, his own experience with racial profiling, and the family strife that drove him to break down in tears after a runner-up finish in the 2018 Daytona 500. In this preview, Rage Against the Machine's Gorilla Radio accompanies sound bites from Bubba, Dad Darrell Sr., Mom Desiree, Sister Brittany, NASCAR President Steve Phelps, two seven-time NASCAR Cup champions Jimmy Johnson and Richard Petty, former driver and current TV analyst Kyle Petty, and Warwick Scott, the grandson of Wendell Scott, the only other black driver to win at NASCAR's top level. It has to start somewhere. It has to start sometime. What better place than here? What better time than now? I am the only one. So embrace that I am black. Accept it and enjoy the journey because you're not going to stop hearing about black drivers. He's a symbol of change for our sport. There's very few people that will dedicate their life to do really what they want to do. I think Bubba can be a true crossover star for our sport and take this sport to places it it hasn't been before. Here's Bubba Wallace. Bubba Wallace. Bubba Wallace. Wallace. Bubba Wallace. Bubba Wallace. All the things he's seen and done and witnessed over the years has made him who he is today. This is what we went through. My family has been broken since. Sean was cute. Three guys, three white guys come out. And they had police written on their chest. Guns ready to roll. They could have got out and shot my ass up. The decor, I feel like he wants the same thing my grandfather wanted. He just wants to drive, man. Can I just drive? And the answer to that is no, you can't. Sometimes when there's so much upheaval and so much unrest, leaders step forward. Breaking news in NASCAR, banning the Confederate flag. Went from somewhat favorite driver to the worst hated driver in sport. If you don't stand up for something, then you're gonna fall for anything. Fuck them. You can put that in there too. Treating everybody equal is not political, but when the black guy says it's political, oh well. Oh, hell, can't stop us now. Oh, hell, can't stop us now.
In October, Wallace earned his first cup win at Talladega, where he found himself at the center of the NASCAR and National News universe in June 2020. A few weeks later, McGee spoke with me about that weekend, addressed his reporting on the moment, and talked about his conversations with Wallace. At uh, Talladega, a Confederate flag was flown behind a defund NASCAR sign as others paraded the battle flag outside the track. And NASCAR released a statement saying a noose was found in Bubba Wallace's garage stall. An FBI investigation determined the noose to be a garage door pull rope. NASCAR President Steve Phelps stated, everyone wanted to show their support for a family member of NASCAR. We are one big family. We are one large community. And everyone's belief is that someone was attacking a member of our family. You got into this on NASCAR Drives Change on um, Marty and McGee, but why do you think NASCAR is choosing this moment to fight and not resort to the old school playbook that it did use for years? Well, I mean, listen, you and I both were on the payroll there at one point mm-hmm. and, and you and I both know the people who work in the building. Um, and, and the reality is, is that where their heart and their head is, is not where that flag is. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, you, you refrain, you don't want to use the word opportunity when it comes to anything with the pandemic, but the reality is, is that this was an opportunity. Um, because of what was happening in the country uh, and is happening in the country with the Black Lives Matter movement, um, the fact that you know, you're the first sport back, um, the fact that uh, there's more attention being paid to the sport anyway, uh, regardless of all of this, uh, the stage was there um, to finally make the statement that so many of us wanted NASCAR to make a really long time ago. And it's not just you and me, it's Del Hart Jr., who yeah. called for that flag to be taken down a long time ago. And so um, it was an opportunity. It was. And I remember talking to Bubba Wallace years ago. And then again, prior to his Daytona 500 debut in 2018, we did a big story about Bubba in the magazine, ESPN the magazine, uh, and on the Undefeated uh, website. We did a, a big companion television piece for SportsCenter. And what he told us then was that he wasn't ready to handle uh, what he knew was coming one day four years ago, five years ago, probably even three years ago. Now he is. And, and I commend him for what he's handled because it couldn't have been messier. And, um, and, and it's certainly in the days following Talladega uh, with what the noose was and what it wasn't and how long it had been there and how long it hadn't. Um, and the initial handling of that didn't do him any favors, uh, although the intent was great. And, the, and everyone's heart was in the right place. And that includes me writing, writing a column that yeah. was, uh, was a little jump the gun, but he has handled it with such grace. Um, and I, 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 I can't wait to see how we look back on this 10 years from now. Yeah. And those, listen, it was very predictable. Uh, you know, the guys with the trucks and the Confederate flags of Talladega and the person flying the flag and you know, they flew a banner over Bristol, though it didn't have the flag yeah. on it. Um, but that was, and, and Daytona will be, will be interesting. There weren't a lot of Confederate flags, like less than two dozen there, um, in February of 2020, um, in 2021, there'll probably be more than that just because people are going to push back a little bit, but I, I see this as kind of the last grope and the last gasp of the people, uh, they're outnumbered and, uh, and they know that and NASCAR has let them know that. And that's why I think it's an important moment. You know, I, I wouldn't. You know, the jumping the gun comment, you 
born in Rockingham, you know, your great, great, great grandfather and uncle walked 600 miles from an Elmira, New York prison following the Civil War back home. And you, you talked to your great aunt about, um, about that and your, your brother talked with um, the descendants of um, enslaved people who worked on your forefather's um, property. So uh, the emotion I think can be excused, but well, that yeah, and that, and that column I will never apologize for, and no, and, no. and then and then the column I wrote about the noose, I, I would, yeah. I'm not apologizing for it because right. there still were it, everything happened within the context of that day, which was the day those flags were on the back of the pickup trucks, and the day, and and so at the end of that day, and oh by the way, it was rain out. You, they come to NASCAR executives, hey, I think we found a noose in a garage mm-hmm. stall. I mean, this, mm-hmm. that's what their reaction was, mm-hmm. and. And that's what I reacted to, but but the moment that they had on Monday, where everyone visibly showed their support for Bubba Wallace, yeah, um, that that's that's the photograph that I think will always they'll be showing that for as long as they're racing race cars. A few weeks before Talladega in June 2020, as Wallace drove a Black Lives Matter car at Martinsville Speedway, where he broke through with NASCAR Camping World Truck Series wins, NASCAR banned the Confederate flag from its tracks two months after Kyle Larson was suspended for using a racial slur during an eSports event. On first take at the time, McGee discussed both the ban and the suspension. I never thought I'd see it in my lifetime. Um, it's that significant. I think about when I first walked into the garage with a credential on being paid by ESPN to cover a race. It was 25 years ago. And I went to the Darlington Raceway, and there was an old man sitting at a card table right at the entrance of the Winston Cup Series garage, selling Confederate flags. And to go from what I saw that day to what I know that that garage is now and what I know that sport is now, and then to finally make it official. And that's not a punt. It's not a let's trade flags and we'll give you this one. This is a you do not bring it on the grounds. And uh, I would be lying if I said I thought I would see that in my lifetime. And uh, I'm proud as a NASCAR fan. I'm proud because I know what that garage is. I know who those people are. I know what they stand for now versus uh, what people believe that they stand for. And the reason they believe that was because of that flag. So now it won't be there after a fight, I'm sure, but it won't be there. And, and that's, that's, a, that's a monumental moment. I talked to Steve Phelps on the phone last night during the Martinsville race about this. And they had a meeting, and it was put out on the table. This is what we're going to do. The announcement's going to go out. If anyone has a problem with this, they can leave now and find another job. And no one disagreed with it. And and I think that's been the damage that's been done. It's the damage that was done when Kyle Larson said what he said on a live microphone, dropping the N-word during a video game just a couple of months ago. And you saw how quickly he he has vanished from stock car racing. And so I know what the garage is. I know where Steve Phelps, the president of NASCAR's heart is. I know what he believes in. And, and I know what everyone in there, I used, to be, I used to work there. I was on the payroll at NASCAR 15 years ago for, for a brief time. I know who those people are, and they're not the people that would stand underneath that stars and bars. But the leadership that they worked under was not going to allow them to do what they finally done on Wednesday. On Tuesday's E60 special, Wallace also describes the immediate aftermath of the incident that nearly ended the NASCAR career of Larson, the son of a Japanese-American mother and a NASCAR driver diversity graduate, spent 2020 in sensitivity training. He returned to win the 2021 Cup Championship, and he understood the responsibility that comes with being a champion, donating $100,000 to Philadelphia's Urban Youth Racing School, which he visited during his year away from NASCAR. Although the 2021 season ended last month with Larson's title, 
Wallace made news last week when McDonald's expanded its sponsorship deal with the driver and his new teammate, Kurt Busch, at 2311 Racing, owned by Michael Jordan and cup driver Denny Hamlin. When Wallace won at Talladega, the quick-service restaurant celebrated its first cup win since 1994 by changing its Twitter profile name to the Bubba Wallace Stan account and featured his photo as its profile picture across its social channels. Last week on NBC Sports' Beyond the Fairway podcast, Wallace showed a different side of himself after recalling his Talladega win, saying, I had told myself going into the weekend that we were going to win. It was only a feeling I've had twice in my career, and two times I've won and capitalized on it. Wallace discussed his time on the links. Three and a half hours for a round of golf is good for me, Wallace said. It's peaceful, quiet. My favorite shot is a crisp six or seven iron on the green. That's the shot that keeps me coming back. You can listen to Wallace's Beyond the Fairway episode now and tune in to ESPN Tuesday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern for the premiere of Fistful of Steel, which will re-air multiple times across ESPN networks and be available for on-demand viewing on ESPN Plus and the ESPN app. Thanks for listening to Believe in the Media Guide. If you enjoy this show, please subscribe and rate the podcast on iTunes and find us wherever you get podcasts, including Believe.com. That's B-L-E-A-V.com. I'm on Twitter at Hotem, H-O-T-H-E-M as in Mary. Stay tuned and stay safe. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.